Saturday night party, y'all. Yo, what up, man? <laughs> Marty Allen, what's good? Uh. Jay Peaks. That's what's up. Saturday night party, yo, we about to get it poppin' all hours of the night, homie, we gon' keep it rockin' with my boy Big Daddy, man, to keep the hits droppin', about to take the city over, ain't nobody gon' stop You us. wanna party, homie? Yeah, that's great, man, go that way, to Big Daddy's All-Star Cafe, where everybody here is VIP, we know who you are with no problems, we don't need ID, the best part is you ain't gotta wait, just pull up a bar stool and chill, let them buy you a drink, it's not crowded like a lot of you think, it's kinda unique, cause you at home, but you party with me, yo, Marty, man, I need some help, I got a lady over here, and yo, she got a couple friends, you should meet yourself They say they like them bald and sexy All they need to melt We both have no hair, dog I need your help We party every week And you know it goes down And you know it's on now When you hear me speak Cause Jay Beats is a life for the party But a party ain't a party Till you party with Marty Now break it down Now break it down Now break it down Now break it down It's Saturday night Now break it down Now break it down It's Saturday night Now break it down Now break it down It's Saturday night Now break it down Now break it down yeah. Oh, yeah. Welcome to Big Daddy's All-Star Cafe. That's right. How you doing? It's Friday night. Wait till I tell you about Chocolatey Carlita. I'm going to kill him. Welcome to Big Daddy's All-Star Cafe. Big Daddy in the house. Carlita's in the house. I see somebody else is trying to connect. I don't know who the hell that is up there. It's probably (laughs) Chuck or Joe. Joe Alvello down in Southern Exposure. Probably trying to kick. I see somebody trying to connect in up there. I don't know who it is. But it doesn't matter because... I know you guys. You want to see Carlita. You could give a crap about Chuck Lady. You could give a crap about Joe Bello. You just want to see Carlita, right? I know. How you doing, girlfriend? Hello, everybody. How are you? Marty, I'm spending the Friday night with you. I know. This is fantastic. You know, I used to do a show years and years ago called uh, Big Daddy's All-Star Cafe, and uh, I did it. Probably, I want to say eight to ten years ago, uh, I would do it, and and uh, it was a very popular show. But see, the thing is that I didn't want to get my lazy ass up and walk over to uh, and go over to Radius, which is over in Strongsville. Is you know, that is that Galetti? You just got that son of a bitch up. What's up? <laughs> he made it. Uh oh, let me let, let me make sure his audio is working. Chuck, do you have your audio on, Chuck? I hear you. Can you hear me all right? I can hear you okay. I'm glad you got you got so much light going on there. Can can that light go off some? Because it's 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 a late night thing. So you know you could be like the incognito a little bit darker if you want. You know. Okay, let me get myself lined up here. <laughs> I can I was I was just about to tell Carlina I said wait till I wait till I tell you about Chuck Lady. He's the one who asked me to do this. And, and and Mark Periano's like, he's sleeping, he's sleeping. I'm trying to wake him up. He won't get up. I'm going, I said, well, he's the one who asked me, let's do this. Get his ass out of bed. How you doing, brother? I feel, I feel guilty now. I'm no. gonna be so late. Uh, no, that, 
bet you Chuck does not have any pants on right now. <laughs> <laughs> so what's been happening? Where's Bill? Uh, no, well, Bill, you got to know Bill is only on his computer. He only has Zoom on his computer. So he's not going to be. So he's out at the at his palatious lake house out there at Johnson's Island. So I know he wasn't going to be able to join us because he doesn't have it on his phone yet. And if you thought you guys were technically inclined, wait till I try to tell you how it is getting Bender hooked up with Zoom and everything, you know? Who's that knocking? <laughs> That's who? All right, all right, Chuck, you're breaking up a little bit. What's going on over there? Moving around all over the place. Okay. I'm trying to find another spot that wouldn't be as bright. I got you. I got you. Maybe turn your lights off behind you to make it look like a bedroom. How's this look? Uh, let's see. Let me let me give you one shot here. You know Chuck, put the can't put the computer behind the light so the light faces you. All right. I'm going over here. <laughs> Sorry, I'm holding everything. No, no, no. The, listen, Chuck. The best part about this is there is no script. We don't have topics. We don't have, you know, it's not serious. We're, we're just, we're just kind of, we're good friends hanging out. And that's what this is about. We hang out for an hour or so. And most of the time this will be on Saturday nights. But I wanted to give it a test run on a Friday night that will, uh, you know, just to gauge interest in people late at night. And as long as I got Carlita, I know there'll be interest, you know. <laughs> So that's the good part. By the way, let me give you guys your, uh, there's the ID to, to join us in the video chat if you'd like. Okay, now, if you feel like you're ugly as hell and you don't want nobody to see you, you can join without the video and just do audio. So it could kind of be like just a phone call. But if you'd like to join us, there it is. No password needed. Enter those numbers in there. I'll keep it up on the screen for about five minutes. And uh, it's, it's, it's also on the post. What'd you say, Chuck? Doing the, uh, he can, so people can just call that number there. On Zoom, on their Zoom, on their Zoom app, yes, on uh, on the computer or on the smartphone, whether it's uh, whether it's uh, uh, um, iPhone or Droid, they can simply just dial that number, just like you guys do for the uh, GLC. They can dial that number in the put that number in the meeting ID, and it'll bring you right into us, and you guys can hang out with us and talk and. And tell us what's going on with you, on your mind, what's going on with being quarantined, how has life uh, been for you, whatever you want to talk about. Say hello to Carlita, flirt with her. You know, hey. Marty, the, how do I share it to my Facebook page right uh, now? Um, Can I not do that? Uh, you, do, you a, do you have a notation, that's a notification that said Marty Allen is live now? If you check your Facebook. Only if I, only if I disappear for probably a minute. Oh, God. Right? Okay, well. Hold on, then. Let me let me go and see if I can share it to your page because I got you and I don't want to lose you. Chuck, how's your how's your day going? How's your Friday going? My Friday's been very slow today. May first, I really kind of did not come out of the box the way I would have liked. Okay, why not? What's going on? What happened? Or what can you talk about? Why would you take a nap so late when you know we were going to be on at 10 o'clock? Yes. Tired. 
I, I understand that, Mr. Galetti, but the show must go on, okay? You can, if you're going to take a nap. I wasn't sure the concept of everything. I just thought it was a get-together. It is. That's what we're doing. We're just getting together. There's no scheduled topics or anything like that. We're just kind of getting together and hanging out because we're all still quarantined. You know, just check. <laughs> Your eyes are killing me. <laughs> you look like you just saw a ghost or saw a big black guy came in with a gun. <laughs> and- That's because he just woke up and he's like, He's probably got like tired eyes. He just woke up. Tired eyes, my back, my hair stands straight up. Look but, at my Carly, hair. Come on, it's crazy. Carly, your hair looks nice tonight. That's what I told her. I said, Carly. Bedhead. I, I told her. I said, Carlita, you're 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 you look hot. It doesn't matter to me. She's got her nice little top on for the people. I was like, I like this, you know. I know, and I've got to keep my lips moist at night time, so. Yeah, hold on. Let me give him a close-up of that. Mm. <laughs> Carly, you look Anyway, if anybody wants to call us, by the way, uh, you can also call us. Oh, who, was, was, who was that? Who was that? Is that Mark? Is that Chef Mark? He made me shave my head, Carlita. He looks like an imbecile. <laughs> <laughs> look at this guy. <laughs> oh my god! You look like a walking penis! <laughs> I look like a follower of Charles Manson! You look like a walking penis! <laughs> well, I've been told I was a dick, Carlita. I'm going back to my room. Love you guys. Alright, Mark, take care. <laughs> Shit. By the way, the that phone line—the phone lines open right. Let me see if I can throw that up on the Tyler. The phone lines open right now. Uh, if you if you decide you want to just call and talk, four four zero six two eight eight one four five or four four zero six two eight eight one five zero. There you see up on the screen. There you can call either one, or you can zoom in. Like, like I said, I give you the zoom number real quick. I'm like, hey me, I'm just a master of disguise here. Okay, there's a zoom ID number if you want to call in. Just say hello real quick. You don't gotta hang out. Just pop in real quick and say, hey, guys, how you doing? Big Daddy's All-Star Cafe is fantastic. And then you can pop hey, right back out. Or if you can just hang out with us. Go ahead, Carly. By, by chance, because a lot of my people from Facebook is already on our show, on our Galetti's last page. Yes. So automatically when we go on, we'll go ding, and then people will know that we're on. Uh, if If they are, let's see. What I have to do is, so when I'm talking, because I'm, you know, as, as usual, I'm doing about eight things. So as, as I'm talking to you guys, I will share it on Galetti's last call page. Then they will see it. And then I will also try to share it on your page and also Chuck Galetti's page. So if there's anything you want to talk about, I'm going to give you a one shot. You can tell us what's going on in your life. And while you're doing that, I'm going to try to do some sharing. And then I'll be back in a minute. So you and Chuck, you got the screen. Go. Okay. All right. So currently, he's doing what? He's going to be sharing it on both of our pages so we could talk about life. <laughs> so how do, you feel, what's how do you feel about Jimmy DeMora coming out of jail? What, how I feel? Yeah, I Jimmy Demora. Is he out for sure? Um, he is. 
I mean, he he's going to be getting out. Yeah. That's great. I think uh, if they're letting everybody else out, they might as well let him out too. Right. That's what I feel. He didn't hurt what anybody. Did he, what did he? What did what did Mark cook for you tonight? Nothing. He was cooking for a, a doctor in Akron. Oh, nice. I uh, we just got back in town. I had to make a quick little trip, go out, and then came back. And then I'm leaving again. So next week I'm going to be gone. But you going to week? I'm going to go get some more sun. <laughs> wow, nice. I, I need a little so break. I know somebody's getting away next week too. That's great. Yeah, that'd, that'd be nice. I I don't agree or I I don't disagree with us still being like closed and I'm happy that they're not opening the salon and spas right now. I'm unhappy because none of us are getting paid. And I feel so bad for all of our customers. I feel so bad, but there's some people that are just being so like um, angry because we're not open yet. They're not understanding that we're up close and personal with our guests and like, they're even offering to pay me triple to come to me to get treatments done. And I'm like, I'm not gonna, I don't want to take that chance to, you know what I mean? To do something and then something happen or catch it. Cause they did say when it comes back, like it could come back, like look at in China, they reopened everything. And then it came back three times as hard and it took a lot of people out. Not yet. Well, plus, I think you'd lose your license if you worked on somebody, wouldn't you? It's actually a, it's a violation. I mean, when you're going against the, it's an order. It's not even a state board thing anymore. It's a criminal, like it's a violation by law to work on, you know, to work on guests. I'm not going to do it anyway. I've said no to everybody. But I just wish that people would stop. And I know this sounds bad of me. I just wish that they would respect the fact that I don't want to take a chance on my daughter or my children in general catching anything. I just kind of wish that they would quit asking for us to go against our license and take a chance on us losing everything that we've built for all these years. You know what I mean? Yeah, I get it, man. I don't blame you. It's, it's tough on everybody. It's I'm surprised it's going to be so long for the restaurants to open up. And when they do, it looks like they might go with that one-third capacity, which will oh. hurt and, make, and they'll make it very difficult to go anywhere. You'll be in line, just like when you go see the banks now where people are driving, yeah. the lines are so long, it's crazy. Well, the other thing that they should do, like what I have in my spa, it's an exhaust fan that goes straight up. So I put, just, I bought, um, I bought a bunch of that plastic, uh, what is it, the, um, what the heck? I have gloves. I have masks. I have sanitizer. Of course, the Barbicide Plus. We've been trained for this since day one. In the cosmetology industry, we're trained for, you know, spills. And I mean, we're trained for this. This is what we went to school for. So we're already prepared ourselves. The only difference I did is I put plexiglass and I have it going above, like in between the guests and I for nail tables. And then I've got it um, at the reception desk, like covered. And then I'm asking all the guests to please wear masks when they come in. Um, and 
I want them all to wear gloves and I'll still sanitize them when they walk in, but I'm just gonna keep that exhaust fan going, which it's a real, it's like a real powerful one, but I think that the government should just make all businesses buy this thing because when I first opened, um, Thomas actually put this exhaust in with the gentleman and I flipped the switch and it just like sucks. It's like, it's powerful. It doesn't pull the papers up or anything, but it's made for like a powder when you're filing nails and it's made for like stuff like that. So I have a real powerful fan in mine and plus I'll be burning sage and stuff too. I love that you think a powerful fan and sage is going to wipe out the corona. <laughs> well, it'll help a little. What about you? Are you wearing are you wearing a mask yet? I have masks. Are you, no 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 no. Chuck, I, I said worn one yet. Are you wearing the mask? Never worn. Oh. I have a bunch of giving some away. I Wait a minute. That's, that's right. You do have five kids, right? <laughs> Because a lot of people don't like to wear protection in general, you know. <laughs> well, so, the one the, the one thing I notice is that I I get tired of breathing my own hot breath after yes. a while when I'm wearing it. That's the that's the one thing that bothers me is that I'm breathing my hot breath, and after a while, like I was sitting at the uh, doctor's office this morning, I had to finally go. And the last thing I wanted to do was go to uh, get an X-ray. But I went 9.30 this morning, Cleveland Clinic, Strongsville, and I'm sitting there and everybody else have on masks. And I noticed that the elderly people, they really, elderly people get cranky and they really don't want to be told to wear a mask. And they're the most vulnerable ones. So I see these elderly people sitting there and they have the mask on, but they have it pulled down over their nose and mouth so it's kind of just sitting under their chin and they're having a conversation with the nurse and all this kind of stuff and they don't really understand that you need to keep it on at all time especially when you're in the hospital i don't care how much they sanitize the hospital that's the number one place you could probably catch it because there's sick people there but they won't do it fan and sage there well, <laughs> well again i, I did I did see a lady wear a mask and she had this thing right over her mouth part of the mask and it's with the N95s and it's supposed to, um, it, she said it kills more of the bacteria, but it gives it more ventilation so you could breathe better because it can, there's been two car accidents already this week on the news from people wearing them on while they're driving and they passed out behind the freaking wheel and they've gotten car accidents. Get out of here. Really? Yeah, it was on the news. Well, yeah, it's, it's something. Well, I didn't hear I'll tell you what, 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 what I finally realized is that when I got the x-ray today, because I, you know, if, uh, people who are, are fans of the GLC, uh, I have a, a leg problem, a groin problem, and I can't play pickleball, which is my number one favorite sport. So now I'm stuck doing no workouts because I was only doing uh, pickleball and swimming. And the gym closed, the YMCA closed the middle of March, so I haven't been able to do anything with swimming. So pickleball was my only thing that I could do. Now I started playing outdoor because I couldn't play anywhere indoor. And I think the extra shock absorption, you know when you're outside and you're running or doing stuff, 
the ground doesn't have give like it would on an indoor gym floor. And I think that's one of the reasons why I'm in so much pain because the pain didn't really start until after I started playing outdoor over the last six Aww. weeks. And so they gave me this diagnosis today. And now you know how doctors are. They give me this whole chart. It says your test results are ready. So I go and I get my test results. And it starts telling me about all this stuff. The aggravation of the left hip, the joint between the two hips is exaggerated. And and I'm going, what the hell does this mean? Okay, so I got another virtual appointment coming up on May 11th where they're going to explain to me what the hell it is I have. And the fact is, my friend who I play pickleball with, she said to me, Marty, I'm going to give you a simple diagnosis. I say, okay, go ahead. She goes, you're getting old. And it, it made sense. I'll be 60 years old, God willing, in August. And even though my mind says I'm 25, my libido says I'm 25, my body says, Marty, you're, you're 60. And your body just can't do the things that your mind wants to do. And that is the fact that I have to accept, guys. Marty, lay on your back. Yeah. I do this. Listen, I've been in this quarantine, I've been working out so much, and I've been doing really, really good. So lay on your back and just, like, spread, and you know what I mean? Just spread your legs, close them. Spread them, close them. Okay. Them, close them, and just work with your legs and then get on all four and start doing, like, leg lifts and stuff and just, like, child position, squat down, put your head down between your legs and just stretch and then come back up and just stretching is huge. Plus, my mom's husband is 59 and she's 73. Wow. Good for him. Yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. This is disturbing me. I, I was getting <laughs> disturbing. I was getting turned on. Just put your legs back and st- spread your legs and... Yes. Go ahead. No, I missed you. I couldn't even see you this. Oh yeah, you weren't uh, you weren't able to get out on Wednesday. And I I got a lot of crap for that, by the way, Carlita. I felt so bad. Yeah, I know because uh, let's face it. At the end of the day, Carlita is the honey. And the bees want to see her and gravitate to her. And when they couldn't see her, they bitch at me. You know, well, why Why we got to listen to Chuck Booms and we don't want to see you guys. We want to see Carlita. Where is she? <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. You know, I, I, I wasn't the one. I was here. You know, I work on this stuff technically every week. What do they expect from me, you know? I just felt so bad. I just, and hopefully that doesn't happen again. But now I know where I cannot be. And I have to be in certain area in order for it to work. Yeah. Hey, Chuck, I was with. Uh, go ahead, go ahead, Chuck. I noticed tonight there was a different number than Wednesday to get on the show. Yes, because this is the number that's designed exclusively for Big Daddy's All Star Cafe, whereas the other number is designed for the GLC. So I want to keep them separate. You know. Very nice. Um, I went to. Uh, I had lunch today with. Uh, 
Uh, Tim Alcorn, the new play-by-play uh, voice, radio voice of the Cleveland Cavaliers, and also Dirty Kurt, Kurt McLaughlin. And we met. It, this is the sign of the times, Chuck and 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 uh, Carlina. I we went. We met at Fatheads on Lorraine Road in North Olmsted, right up the street from Carlita's Salon, and La, La, her uh, salon. And you have to call inside to order. They open at noon, so you have to call inside, put in your order, pay for it uh, with your card or whatever ahead of time. And then in 15 minutes, 15 to 20 minutes, they'll bring it out to you. So we did this. So now me and Tim and Kurt are sitting in our cars in the parking lot at Fatheads waiting on our food. So now this is the difference between uh, a brother like me and Tim Alcorn. So the girl, I get my order. I get me a triple bypass burger that comes with fries. It has an egg on it, bacon. Oh, it's freaking delicious. So now. Is it called triple bypass burger? Yes, that's what it's called, the triple bypass burger. So. Yeah, so I get that. And so then she says, would you like to put a tip on there? And I go, yeah, put a dollar. So I'm thinking, all they got to do is walk outside and give it to me. So I say, yeah, put a dollar on there. So now Tim Alcorn, the white guy, he orders his food. And and we got our windows turned down and we're in our own cars. And he says he wants the, I forget what it was called, the Hawaiian burger or whatever it was. He got his. And then she said, would you like to put a tip on there? He goes, yeah, put five bucks on there. So I look over at him, five bucks, you know? So now the the girl, because I ordered first, she brings my food out. But by now, I've heard him tell her to put five bucks on there. It's the same girl that's going to bring his food out. So I dig in my pocket and I get two more bucks. So I end up giving her three because I felt so guilty that I only gave her a buck while Tim says yeah five bucks he goes yeah they're working really hard in there you know they work that's all they're getting is the tips to come outside i'm like well jesus christ i spent twenty dollars just for a burger and fries yeah but i was told that the people that are still working and even servers that could be wrong but they're actually getting more money because the people who are on the sideline, the people that are right now working, they're not getting their normal pay rate. Right. They're getting like double, at least double, possibly even triple. I'm not going to say which companies, but I know two other companies, they got a chunk of money. The one guy got an additional $1,000 for one week's work. Now, the, the, I got to ask you guys, Carly, you may know this, because... When I finally started getting my unemployment uh, earlier this week, I got two deposits instead of one. And I thought I was getting two weeks worth of Ohio deposits, but they told me, no, you get your unemployment rate for Ohio, and then the government also gives you 600 bucks through Ohio. Is that true? Yes. Oh, my God. Yeah. Oh. Marty? What's say it again? You get that every week, that $600? Well, uh, 600 They almost gave me a grand. So now, my next time to file is Sunday. So I'll know by Tuesday whether or not I'm going to get this every week. And it's like, holy crap, I'm making more doing nothing than I am when I work. It's unbelievable. 
You know, there's, you're not alone in that. There's a lot of people like, are getting that. Just a matter of how long it's going to last. Right. Well, did, the scary thing is they did say with all the stuff that they're giving now and they're giving monies. Somebody today told me that there's a possibility that they're going to screw with our taxes or something, and it's going to screw us up in the long run. Well, I you can you can. Uh... They'll ask you right away, do you want to take 10% off of the money that they give you for taxes? And I said, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> take it now. Take the 10%. So I went ahead and, and, and uh, signed up to take the 10% off of whatever money they give me to go for the taxes so I don't get popped really, really bad as oh, we yeah. get to the, you know, the first of the year and it's time to file again, you know. Yeah, definitely. Yep. I got you. So what'd you eat for dinner tonight, Marty? I had, uh, well, <laughs> Carlita, once I had the triple bypass burger, my day was pretty much done. <laughs> I had the bypass burger with the fries. It was an eight-ounce burger with all the fixings on it. It was delicious. But then uh, yesterday I had uh, some wings. I, I have fallen in love with because I like, obviously, fried chicken. That's no secret. Everybody knows that. But I don't like the the extra oil, so I have fallen in love with shaking and shaking bacon. I helped. I I put my wings in the oven and I bake them, and I and my same thing with my pork chops, and I put uh, uh, shaking bake on there. So I made some yesterday, and I had half yesterday, and then just be about uh, nine o'clock tonight. I know I know I ain't supposed to eat past six. Blah blah blah. But I had the other five or six wings that I had left tonight before I had the show. And I love making this iced coffee. Okay, I take my I take my coffee. Okay, don't even talk to us about that damn coffee. Because oh. I haven't had any of that. I might even come over just to get some of that coffee. Absolutely. Because that, that Kenya AA from Goldberry Roasting Company, that stuff is the bomb. I have never in my life. Had anything I'm better? Pick you up, take you over there. We're gonna get some coffee. It sounds good. I'm in. I, I um, uh, what did I eat today? I had. I went to a, a Bob, not Bob Evans. Uh, who makes the donuts? Uh, uh a Dunkin' Donuts. Had a sandwich at Dunkin' Donuts, which really wasn't that good. I was surprised a little bit. Uh, Nevertheless, I had a subway later, and then I got to bed early, as you all witnessed with me not being at the beginning of the show. <laughs> Nice. Who is that? Wait a minute. Some, somebody just checked in. Who is this? How you doing? Oh, doing great, Marty. Who, who is this? I don't see a video. I just see some animalistic looking thing. What's going hey, on? Animalistic. You want to see animalistic? I'll show you animalistic. Okay, who is this? Oh, my God. Yeah. Steve Balecki, how you doing? I am well, Marty. How are you? I'm doing fast. I, I love the new beard, by the way, uh, Steve. <laughs> I love all your little things behind you too. I love little things. This, mm. It's the new normal. This is my work setting. I, I'm at home. I'm in my basement. So unlike all the fancy people you see on CNBC, uh, Bloomberg TV, and the others, the, the uh, cases behind them, I got bobbleheads and baseball Buddha. Lean up a little bit so they can see your face on the full screen. Okay. Oh, okay. There you go. That's my man. If anybody doesn't know, Steve Balecki was one of my many, many hundreds of interns on the Trivisano show. And then he went on to be the producer 
after they like ushered me to the door and, you know, I went out and <laughs> Steve was my replacement and he did a fantastic job. And uh, what are you doing these days? Oh, I, I am the busiest I've ever been at work, which is nuts. That's it's strange. Like one of the reasons I jumped on here is I don't really talk to a lot of people outside of work right now. Okay. Because I dance around what is going on with everybody else. So many people are totally screwed right now or oh, yeah. they're collecting unemployment and doing better and don't have any interest in going back to work. Um, I am working in uh, project management for a company that basically manages the fleets and smartphones and tablets uh, for corporations. And uh, give you a prime example, Cleveland Clinic's one of our biggest customers. Yeah. So once this COVID went down, we had all of our customers just basically that weren't already completely enabled for a mobile workforce contacting us saying, we got to get our people able to work remote. Most of our healthcare customers, they contact us, said, we need to get tablets out because our patients can't be visited by family. They can't be visited by their physicians face to face when it's kicked off. So they're doing exactly what we're doing now. The big thing is meeting with your physician or the doctor taking care of you via a Zoom meeting. So I'm one of the blessed, luckily working at home because I get my time from the commute back, but I, I got regularly 10, 12 hour, 14 hour days um, taking care of this. That's fantastic. That's just fantastic. You know, they're like uh, one of the things you said was uh, the point you said about uh, there. There's it, it's half the people like uh, when I was playing pickleball, and a lot of the guys that are that I play with are over the age of fifty. A lot of them are retired and everything, but their wives kind of still work and stuff because the wife had really really good health care, and when the men retired then the husbands go on the wife's health care because she has really, really good health care. Bender is one of them. Bender's wife is a is a 30-plus-year uh, school teacher in the uh, North Royalton School District, and she has really, really good health care and, re- and really good insurance. And so that's how he gets his insurance by being on her. So my point is, so when so many women got laid off because of the quarantine, then the women were getting the unemployment, people getting unemployment, and then they said, you're going to get 600 a week on top of that. And so they're saying, well, why would my wife want to go back to work when she could get unemployment, plus she get another $600 a week? So you got half the people who could give a crap about going back to work, but then you got another part of the public, like myself, I've worked all my life. I like working. I, I like having something to do and someplace to go. And let's face it, the Cavalier's job is one of the best jobs. I know that there are millions and millions of people who would love to be doing what I'm doing and being the ringleader and running the Cavalier's radio network. But I've been off for six weeks, Steve, and guys, and I'm ready to get back to work. And we have a meeting every every Tuesday at 11 a.m. with my boss, the director of broadcast services, uh, Dave Dombrowski. And everybody was on there, Steve. Uh, Austin Carr, Campy Russell, um, uh, all the guys, uh, Dirty Kerr, Tim Alcorn from the radio, John Michael, you know, uh, Rafa. Everybody was on there. And they basically give us an update. And what we were, think- what we were talking about today at lunchtime with Tim Alcorn, Steve, was... He's saying, 
I'm not sure this will ever be back to normal. The new normal may be because this is this this is may what hap- this may happen once we start playing again. We're gonna have the feed of the team that we're playing piped into our guys at the arena, and they will call the game right from the arena by just looking at the TV monitor. Wow. I know, and that's one of the things that they're talking about doing all over the country when when they finally start playing again. They're talking about doing it with no fans, maybe. Now, for me, it doesn't matter because if they call a game, I get to work because I'm on the broadcast. You know, I'm, I'm a part of the broadcast in the game. So it doesn't matter if they have one person or it doesn't matter if they have 100 people or, or, or 20,000 people. It won't matter. My job doesn't change. As long as they're playing, if the team is playing and there's a broadcast, I get to work. So my point is, half the people don't want to go back to work, Steve. The other half, who are not as lucky, they're ready to go back to work, you know, because they got bills. Is next year the All-Star game? Uh, uh, is Next year I thought was Indians. Or is it, what is it? Steve, do you know? Uh, might be two years. Not this year because you had the Indians. Then you were supposed to have the uh, NCAA tournament this year. Browns draft next year. And then, yeah, 2022. Oh, okay. I wasn't sure. I mean, because who knows, even by next year, the All-Star game might be in jeopardy. I mean, who knows when they're going to start playing sporting events again. Tomorrow's oh. supposed to be the Kentucky Derby. How sad. I love the Kentucky Derby. That, that, I mean, that's fun. I don't, did they call the Indianapolis 500 yet? I imagine they did. I think they, got, they punted. Uh, no, it was Daytona they got punted. Or what was it? Oh, Derby got moved to September. Yeah, India, I haven't seen uh, on that, but that's one. They'll, they'll get in. They'll find a way. You think they'll play baseball? Uh, honestly, I think they'll squeeze it in. Just as, as Marty described it, they'll find a way to get the games. And I think one of the big things that's really driving it is, yeah, you're going to lose the individuals in the stands. Anybody who's a vendor or has a business surrounding any of these ballparks, yeah, they're, they're screwed. They're done. Um, and I think a lot of it is because the teams are scared. They are, they are outright scared to open their gates and say, come on in. They want to do that, but they're scared to because of just, yeah. I'll, I'll be honest. And it just, this goes all the way back to uh, the criticism. I think that DeWine gets DeWine is a lawyer. He looked at this straight from a liability perspective. And when he's working with Acton and of course, the doctor's first instinct is I got to save everybody's life. And DeWine's looking at it as, oh, crap, everybody's going to get sued and they're going to look at us. Because remember, he was, he was a prosecutor. His job was suing people. So he was looking at it from that perspective. And I think that has trickled down. And you're going to find organizations going, we can't really open. I don't know how you would space individuals out. So it's either an all or none. So you shut them down. And like Marty said, you do it in front of an empty ballpark. Yeah, they may try and squeeze in 80 to 100 games. But it's going to be super compressed. The stats are going to be skewed. The only advantage for them is... Doing that crazy format, I think, is actually going to really drive interest, which is going to mean TV ratings. We're at, what else are you going to do? Sit at home, watch the game on TV. Watch a lot of baseball. So I think I that's the blessing in disguise. I got, a, I got a little bit. I watched about five minutes of this wrestling, and I'm not really a wrestling fan, but it was so dumb with no people in the stands. It looked so fake. 
and just so ass night it should have never did it i mean it's just it really looked bad i totally agree the first few times they did it i thought it was special i go wow they're going outside the box and they are doing this and then once it happened the third time i'm like uh yeah they're still acting like there is a crowd if they were at least to what do you call it knock down the fourth wall and acknowledge that they're only doing it for a TV audience, then I think it would be okay. But they're still acting and broadcasting like there's a crowd there. Blowing off the fireworks, they walk in. I mean, instead of having the music play and the, you know, the guy come running down the ramp stomping, um, how about he just sort of just hollered from behind like, uh, you know, hey, Cena, yeah, over here. <laughs> and then just start talking your smack. <laughs> I think that would be good. Let me I think they got to be a little more creative or something. I just, I don't want to see, well, I want to see baseball. I want to see everything come back. I just, you sit here and, and just, you can't fathom a, a stadium filled with people, though. I mean, they say it might be fall of uh, 2021, the concerts begin again. Hey, Steve, let me ask you something. Uh, talking to uh, Steve Balaki, who's joined us here on video Zoom here on Big Daddy's All-Star Cafe. <coughs> Excuse me. Uh, uh, Chuck Galetti put up a question, I believe, earlier in the week. It may have been last weekend. He talked about, uh, because at the time, uh, Governor Mike DeWine had came out and said, okay, it's going to be mandatory to wear the mask now. And then you had, you know, half the people bitching, well, if I got to wear a mask, give me one. I can't find one. I, you know, if, you, if, you, if you're telling me that I have to wear a mask, then you damn well better give me one. And then you had other people who said, you can't tell me. I mean, I still see these people every day in stores when I go in. I was in Walmart today, and there's people with their kids, and they're not wearing masks. Some people just refuse to to do it. You know, the majority of people are doing it, but not all are doing it. Anyway, Chuck Letty put up a question, I think, and he asked, he said, your thoughts about mandatory mask wearing. Number one, have you been wearing a mask when you go out, Steve? And number two, you're feeling on this whole it's mandatory to wear a mask kind of thing. I have, <laughs> I have not been wearing a mask. Really? I have one in my car. I, I you know, paid a little bit of attention and realized that there possibly would have been a mandate if I wanted to go into a store or get serviced. I got to have a mask with me. Uh, luckily, through the course of doing some home renovations, I actually had some extra masks laying around. So for me, not a problem. I had one through the passenger seat of the car. Um, but honestly, I only gone to Mark's and gas station for a quick purchase. I, I haven't been anywhere else. I haven't visited family. Uh, my parents are considered the at-risk age, even though they're going about their lives as normal. Um, but I, I'm just busy sitting at home, but I haven't given much thought. Uh, earlier today, went out, went to get-go, walked in. I didn't have a mask on, but I'm not gonna criticize anybody who wants to wear one. Whatever makes you comfortable. And that's where you have the big feeling. I'm mandating it. Uh, I don't like the idea of mandating it. You can strongly suggest it. Um, I don't like the idea of publicly shaming people who are wearing them or not wearing them. Uh, I think this, I, I don't want to call it a sham. Um, I think out of the gate, uh, everybody did what they had to do. Uh, they pretty much could have acknowledged the fact, don't know what's going on. We don't know about this virus of what, what it's going to do. So when they shut everything down right around uh, St. Patty's Day, um, I, I sort of was understanding you don't know what's going on. So, okay, let's get everybody locked down, figure out what's going on. Now let's move forward. 
Well, now coming around to the idea of wearing the mask, um, I, I think it's really just trying to set a comfort level. Uh, you notice they're not testing healthy people. All testing is done for individuals with symptoms and they've just slowly expanded the symptoms. I really think it would ruin their narrative. Um, not saying they're trying to intentionally control us, but I think they're trying to keep us on edge, um, but then also a, a feeling of safety uh, behind the mask. Uh, I don't want to compare it to a seatbelt. Seatbelt obviously works. Um, with the masks, I've seen so many different things about it. And the biggest thing now is compare it to peeing, peeing your pants. If you're at least wearing pants when you pee yourself, <laughs> it stays with you. <laughs> if you weren't wearing pants, it sprays all over. <laughs> so, yeah, it still goes through the pants. It still shows, but it's at least going to stay there. Uh, so I've seen that comparison. So I, I, I don't look into it much. I consider myself one. It's like considered a, a healthier person. I look at get it. Just let me contract it. Let me get it over with. Um, if I, there was a way I could prove that I had it. I would go and donate blood immediately afterwards. That's my part. Uh, individuals like comparing this to a war. Well, the way we're approaching it is not like a war. It's being approached like we're just going to go hide in our house and just hope the enemy goes away. Uh, virus just isn't going to go away on its own. And I understand out of the gate, we need to keep everybody inside and try and figure out what to do. Well, now that they're discovering more and more have actually had this, um, you know, it's, we build antibodies with those that have recovered and we really don't know how many have already had it. So that's my biggest thing. You know, they test the six, you only know the mortality rate of those who had symptoms. Ohio's not reporting how many have recovered, other states have. And Ohio says, well, we're still trying to figure it out. Well, why don't you just call the states that have a, a method in place for determining who's cured, go with it. Don't sit here and drag it along. So, I mean, I think out of the gate, I meant well, but now I'm really leaning towards putting the tinfoil hat on and saying there's, I don't wanna call it nefarious, but they're playing some social experiment games to either see how we react or to just try to placate us. Stay home, watch TV, get drunk, get high, and mind your own business. Let and me ask you a question. How do you feel about the 5G? <laughs> so I guess you've heard, right? of, so so uh, if you have heard about it, Steve, explain to the, to the audience a little bit, because I didn't hear anything about this until Carlita told me just the other day, and I go, so wow. I have, a, I have a specific, I have a specific individual He's a good friend of mine, and he works for somebody who sets up the 5Gs, was told that he had to wear a hazmat uniform, that he was not allowed to go near it without it. And he said when he was by it, he gets nauseated, he gets a dry cough, he gets extremely, like, nauseous. He just, he gets a pounding headache from the back of his head goes all the way up in the back area and comes down to like right in the back of his head. That's the kind of headache that he gets. He gets a dry mouth and his chest starts to, like all of his lung area, he said he had to work by it for two weeks. And he said, that's and diarrhea. Those were his symptoms. He said when he quit working by him because he told his boss he needed to take a break. He doesn't have those symptoms. What was your question, Chuck? You said, what is 5G? 
Yes, what is this 5G? Okay, I know. I, I said the same thing to Carlina. I said, what the hell is 5G? And she goes, you know, they, they, they have the 4G network for the for the phones. And I go, oh, yeah, 4G. She goes, yeah. Well, 5G is the next thing that's coming. And she was telling me all these these conspiracy stories about 5G is causing people to get corona. What's your, what's your, what is your... Have you heard about this, Steve, by the way? I, and then, I, go I ahead. have. I've, I have not looked deep into it. Um, but with the way you've described it, uh, I honestly wouldn't bother looking deep into it. Uh, I think Marty and Chuck could definitely agree with me on this one, especially working in radio. Uh, radio waves do weird things and they treat different people in different ways. Um, that's just the way it is. Um, especially when you think of how the, uh, when they moved all the TV stations over to HD to get their access in that bandwidth and the, the TV was just a, you know, just a one way broadcast. They're now going into that bandwidth, uh, hyper compressing it, uh, for cellular usage. So it's, they're really just, yeah, it, it is literally beaming a microwave. Uh, now whether it's actually going to be something that's considered dangerous, uh, I could see definitely if you're working with the equipment up close, just like a, a tech at clinic running radar, or a, what do you call it, x-ray on somebody, um, you probably need to have some protection in place for it. But, you know, that's up close. Now, all of a sudden, put that thing 150 feet in the air, just like a regular x-ray machine. I don't see it having any adverse effects on anybody walking underneath. Um, okay. like said, some will be more sensitive to it than others. So I was also told that you could go online and you could look up where the 5Gs are located. And I was also told that there's a huge part of the government that did not want us to um, be out. So a lot of people don't know where the 5Gs are. Did you hear anything like that? Uh, that that piece I haven't. Now that's, that's going into conspiracy theory stuff, but I yeah. haven't heard that, but. <laughs> it is too. And this is somebody that works with them and actually puts them up. And they don't want like people around specific areas at all. There's one on, I think that on the map where it shows that they're located, there's one by Grayton Road and near Fairview Park area. And the gentleman that I know that is working over there, he's got like um, a shop. He, every single day he goes to work, like right when he gets, he starts to get like um, a real weird headache. And even if he goes at different times of the day, he'll start to get like a real weird headache. And it usually kicks in like on the top of his head and goes through the back. So it's just, it's just a wonder because I'm listening to a lot, but I wear my mask. I think the masks are sexy. I don't know. I kind of, I think that, uh, I don't mind wearing it, but I don't like to be near a lot of people anymore. Like I've really turned off a lot what I've been doing. And um, I don't know, I just, I'm trying not to like go out too much. I'm trying not to, even the gas pumps, they're so filthy and dirty that I fill up my gas tank and I'm like using a towel and sanitizing instantly. And they said that the gas pumps were really filthy to be careful. But other than that, I'm just trying not to really go. My uncle told me years ago, always have six month supply of food in your home and i fill up you know it's weird like anybody who knows me even my own children 
I have these huge five gallon gas tanks, you know, like little gas pump thing filled with gasoline in my garage. Back in March, I filled them up and I've got now seven of them. So that's the only, and I use that when I need it. I try not to go to the gas stations, but I'm gonna need to go back to fill those little suckers up. <laughs> Well, the gas stations, because you don't want to touch the, the machine, is that why you don't go to the gas station? Yeah, they said that the pumps were one of the filthiest things, and it's a very easy way to contract, especially the, the gas station on Lorraine Road. There are really good friends. They're really cool, and they're, they had gas for 67 cents a gallon two weeks ago, and then their gas was like maybe three weeks ago, and then their gas is like 97 cents all the time. Well, I would go there. Yeah, it's nonstop. It's like boom, 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 boom. Listen, I'm I'm the same way because uh, I'm kind of like you, Carlita. I I have sanitizer every, and I got this mix going. I got you know sanitizer. I got soft soap. I got a uh, body wash. I mean, I got everything <laughs> in the jar. And 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 you're right. I had heard the same thing about gas station uh, pumps that they're one of the easiest ways to transfer viruses and germs and everything. And so uh, once I pump my gas i i do my hands with the sanitizer mix that i have and then when uh i put the card in the slot i take the card out the slot and put it back into my wallet and then i do my hands then i do the then i pick up the pump i choose what what grade i'm going to have i start running uh, putting the gas in the car i put the uh wallet back in the car and then I wipe the outside of my wallet that I have my hands on, you know, that has all my cards in it. I wipe the outside with the sanitizer. And then once I get done with one of the things that the mask has helped me do is that is because I have I am one of the most habitual persons who touch their nose and touch their mouth and touch their eyes all the time. So now by having the mask on, I eliminate when I go to put my hand and rub my nose or or rub my lip or whatever I'm doing, I always, when the mask is on, it reminds me that we're under this new thing in life that we've never done before. And then I go, that's right, don't, don't, don't touch your face. Don't touch your nose. Don't touch your mouth. And I sit there, and I'm constantly purelling up. I'm constantly germ-xing up, okay? I mean, I, I don't know. Even if they did, Steve, tell me today. If, to, if they said on Monday that we could go back to our normal lives, nope. I guarantee you at least 60 to 70% of the public, okay, 50%, would still wear the masks for at least another month to two months, which is probably what I'm going to do because I'm told that once I go back to work to start doing games again, that there's only going to be two of us allowed in the room, in each room. We got a little broadcast room. It's like, it's like, 10 feet by 10 feet, if that. And we're going to have to wear a mask. We're going to have to wear gloves. We're going to have to constantly be cleaning the board with the with the sanitizer and the whole nine yards. I will do that because I don't... By the way, I think I had coronavirus back in December of last year. I had something that I never knew about. Remember I told you guys about it? We were on the show. And I had it for two weeks. And then when I finally felt I was getting over it, I said, finally, great. Now I end up with the hacking cough and everything. And right now, people go running for the hills when they hear anybody cough. So now I have it for two weeks. Then three days later, after I thought I was getting well, it came back into the boomerang. 
and was twice as worse, and it lasted for another month. So this thing lasted like six weeks for me, and I remember oh. telling Dirty Kurt, and he, he I ended up giving it to him, and I said, Kurt, I got something that I, I don't know what the hell I got. I've never had anything like this. I, I, it's hard to breathe. I'm, you know, the phlegm, I, I couldn't get the phlegm out fast enough. And, and so I honestly believe that this thing hit the media in mid mid to late February and whatever that's kind of thing. And it was a feverish pitch by the time the middle of March came around. But I honestly believe that this virus was happening back in, in uh, December, Steve, when uh, when it was not sexy to be in the media and, and panic everybody, you know? Sure. I totally agree with you on that one. Marty, I had it in January. You know I was. Yeah. I could not... Remember coming to the show? Yeah. Like three, four weeks. I was so deathly ill. And I ate so much freaking raw garlic and so many like herbs. And I'm like a huge fanatic with like oregano and raw garlic and lemon, manuka honey, ginger. I chew and swallow that stuff every single day. And by the way, uh, Chuck Galetti, by the way, I remember you. Uh, there was one time I think you even said you were going to go to the hospital because you said, I'm having trouble breathing and. If you remember that, remember that now, Carlita? Remember he was saying? You remember that. Yes. Yes. Remember that, Chuck? Yeah, I thought it was heart problems. And I probably, uh, thank God it wasn't. They checked everything out with my heart again. But uh, I don't think I had corona. I didn't have a fever. Well, and, and again, it, yeah, it comes in different forms to different people. But I honestly, like I said, I honestly believe that I had it already. I gave it to Dirty Kurt. I think he gave it to, I mean, it just went around because all of a sudden everybody was getting sick at the arena. And I believe that it was this particular virus because I had never had anything like this in my life that lasted six weeks. Say it again, uh, Chuck. Can't you go get tested to see if you had it or not? Well, again, let's, okay, so here's what happened today. So I go to get my x-ray. I arrive at 9.15 at Cleveland Clinic Strongsville for my 9.30 x-ray. The first thing you do, first thing that happens when you walk in to the clinic, they have a staff there, two to three people. One guy, and they all have masks on. The first guy starts asking you questions. How are you today? What, uh, you know, what, uh, you have an appointment? Yes, I have an appointment. So while he's talking to you, He's putting sanitizer in your hands so you can wipe your hands, okay, when you come from outside. Then he goes, then the nurse, then the nurse lady who's next to him starts asking you, are, have you been uh, short of breath? Have you had chills, coughs, blah, blah, blah? And I say, no. So you, ask, you answer a series of questions about whether or not you had any symptoms at all for this coronavirus, you know, that would lead to coronavirus. And I said, no, 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 no. I answer all the questions. Okay, thank you. Then they have a third person that walks you over to, I said, I got an x-ray scheduled for 930. Okay, then that person walks you over to where you need to check in for your x-ray. So they do all this stuff. They, From what I understand, you only get a test if you show some symptoms because everybody wants to get to test right now. But unless you have some symptoms that you think you might have coronavirus, COVID-19, they're not giving you the test right now. Is there a what? test that we could take to see if our, in our blood that we've had it? Is that, have they announced that yet? Can we get a test? Steve, anything you got? We've already had it. 
Uh, it's not here. I know they've been administering it in spots over in New England area. And that's that's where the the real push came for herd immunity. Um, yeah, they, they discovered in a handful of clusters that I think it was upwards of 40% of the population. Now these are smaller towns, uh, but up to 40% of them had already shown the antibodies that they had already had it. And that's just through a, a fairly simple blood test. Now, I don't know if they have the ability to do it where, what is it now, within like 10 minutes they can diagnose uh, off the swabs. I don't think it's that fast, um, but they've already in the New England area begun research um, on that. So they can't identify it. Now, how long it takes spread is readily available. I can't, I haven't seen anything on that. Now there's another symptom in children and teens. Um, I watched this doctor, she was really, really amazing, but she had showed that um, not, sometimes the children didn't even have a fever and they've been with the Cleveland Clinic and they actually get their, you know, like when your toes, like if you've ever seen somebody like, imagine like um, somebody like wearing really tight shoes and they destroyed their the little toes or all of the, the tops of the toes. It kind of looks like a red, like a infected, like blistery type red, like scraped up toes, like they're swollen a little sure. and they're red. That's the new symptom too they showed in children and in young teens. And it, 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 it they don't lose their toes or anything, but it could last for about two, it could last for two to three weeks and that's another symptom that they just showed in children was the top of their toes in between they get like real red and they're extremely painful and then it just goes away so and that was the, a new symptom but those are but those are only ones that are exhibiting symptoms so you don't really yeah. know how many of the kids actually had it that, that could be a, a rate of less than two percent of the kids that actually contracted exhibit those symptoms yeah it's 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 so creepy and scary though. It's sad that we're talking about this on a Friday, beautiful Friday night. We have to be so nervous to even have our family with us or go out or anything. So it's it's nice to have all of you guys with us and keep us company. That, I'm having a cookout tomorrow. I bet you are. What are you having? Steak. <laughs> what kind? Big porterhouses. <laughs> Is use a lemon on it, or what do you? How do you cook it? Got an old grill. I'm gonna go down to the little area we got down there. Gonna cook. Have a little cookout. Is is Mark doing oh. the cooking? He, he'll do some. I mean, it's it's grilling. Anybody can pitch in on that, I guess. Right, right. Well, I mean, I just know that I I just know that uh, Mark has been the one making you all these delicious exotic dishes. So I just assume, you know, he's the one that's going to uh, do it way too much but the thing that got me is uh i don't think i'll be swimming this summer I, that, that's my thing i look forward to is the pool down there and i, I think the chances don't look good with that it's hey by the way that brings me to a question steve and and, and uh, also steve thank you so much you've been a fantastic addition to the show today man you just you got great outlook on this whole thing your perspective on the whole thing with the uh, covet 19 was fantastic when he just mentioned the word swimming pool I, my other passion other than pickleball is swimming. So here's my question. I know they put a lot of uh, chemicals in the water, including chlorine, for swimming. If Can this virus survive in water that's been treated with chemicals 
so that when you're swimming and you, you open your mouth and, you know, blow out the, to get air as you're swimming, can this virus la- survive and still be vibrant and alive in the water? If someone got in that had coronavirus, could it come off of their skin or their mouth and be in the water when you're trying to swim? <laughs> I think that'd be the least of my worries. Oh my God, <laughs> kids pissing in that thing. I understand. I understand, but I'm just saying. <laughs> and, 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 thinking, so that can wipe out the taste of pee. <laughs> Carlina, what did you say? Oh, my gosh. Carlina, you were about I to think, say something. I just, I think, and I know that this sounds so bad, uh, but I just think that, like, I, I something's still telling me that we need to just move on with our lives and whatever happens, happens. Just be as safe and as careful as we can. Great but point. I think that a lot of people are going to start getting comfortable making a lot of money just staying at home. Well, they might, a lot of them might not have a choice. That, and, and, and again, that's true because there are a lot of the, the, the people that I feel really, really bad for, well, there's three, and, and they kind of intertwine. I feel really, really bad for people like Dominic, who runs the Eastland Inn, a small family business. Him and his sister own it. And they run it. And, you know, there there's a lot of places that are trying to survive by doing carryout. But let's face it, places like Dominic's place was uh, uh, so many of their friends were of Italian descent and clientele that come in and they just want to come there and they want to go to the bar. You know, they want to go to the bar, sit and have drinks. And that was a huge, I think he said when we had him on about a month ago, that was like 60, 65% of his business was alcohol. People love to go there, sit at the bar and drink and bring their girlfriend, wives, whatever. And then you had the, uh, when I say the intertwine, you had the waiters and the waitresses and bartenders, they depend on tip money more than anything. And they can't work. So a lot of them were pretty much screwed. And there's a lot of people yeah. screwed. You know, there's a lot of businesses, like I said, small businesses like Carlita's. You know, a spa who depend on their clientele. And people love to go there because they want to pamper themselves. Carlita, you would have been doing so much more business now if you were able to, if you were allowed to stay open. Because people are quarantined. They're told to stay at home. But... If they were able to at least come and get away from the wife and kids or the husband and the kids and come to your place and get pampered just for an hour or two, that would have meant the world to people who actually need that time away from their significant other and their kids. That's why they go to the bar. That's why they go to the club. That's why they go to the spa. That's why they go to the gym. 
and being told to stay at home and be around your significant other and your family and your kids 24-7, that's a lot for people, you know? Well, the bad thing is, too, is it's like the barber industry, the cosmetology industry, the massage industry, we are a cash business. And everybody is being affected. And I feel bad because it is a complete violation right now. And the people that are still working and doing it illegally, um, they're still taking such a risk on their own health and their families. And I feel bad because there's so much pressure from the average person saying, can you just cut my hair or do my beard line up? Or, you know, men get their hair done the Arabic men every single week. Really? They pay 40 to 50 bucks a week to get their hair cut and a lineup on their beard. Yes. And that's a lot of money that those barbers are not making. But like us, like I filed, I tried getting the 10,000, I was denied. I tried getting the stimulus. I still didn't get the stimulus check. I haven't gotten anything out. I haven't gotten a penny from the government. The only thing that saved my ass was my uncle. And he trained us to always have plenty of food. And I got canned food, bagged food, jarred food. I've got vegetables frozen. I have an extra freezer in my garage. And I just cook a lot. And I don't make a lot of breads or pasta and stuff like that. I do use a lot of vegetables. And it's just, it's it's very important to prepare yourself for moments like this. And I did that. I prepared, thank God, like something kept telling me. And someone said to me, you know, Carlita, you can't take it with you when you go. And I told this person, I have a feeling something's going to go on. Something's happening. And I just kept playing it out, living the life I do, and being frugal, and I'm set, like I'm okay and I'm getting taken care of, but I prepared myself for this. Hey, you know Steve. I, mean? I really did. Steve, thank you so much for joining us, my friend. Before you go, tell me, what's the one thing you missed the most since this whole quarantine thing has happened? Oh, man, <laughs> getting some hot chicken wings. <laughs> really? Uh-huh. Uh, to go, you can still get it to go, but there's absolutely nothing like getting them out of the fryer, fresh tossed in the sauce, <laughs> give it a minute or two to cool down, and then jumping in. The go ones, they get in the case, the lid goes on it, it starts sweating. I don't care how fast you drive on. By the time you get into those things, even if you try wailing them in, at them at the parking lot, it doesn't matter. They're in that closed container for. 60 seconds they get they lose it they just lose it so yeah. my recommendation is if you do find yourself in a position where you got to get them because i mean i still got to get my fix at least once a week uh, i try and make sure to patronize some of the local uh smaller ones that are still open getting food to go uh, i get them buck naked get them playing get the sauce on the side because uh, once you have the, the wings naked it they still get a little rubbery but it's not as bad as it is with the sauce because all of a sudden now the sauce gets wet, starts running off of it. It's a mess. So that's my tip before I go. Get your food to go. Get your wings. 
get them plain, get the sauce on the side, drive home as fast as you can, <laughs> pop them open, then toss them in the sauce. <laughs> what about if you, okay, what if I get them naked and then what if I like pop them in the oven for like a few minutes to get them like a little crunched again and then toss it? You could try that. I mean, you really got to get that oven hot. That have to be probably screaming about 450 degrees if you're gonna try and get that chicken to crispy, uh, crispy up. Plus, too. I mean, you, what are you gonna do? You gonna start the oven up when you go to pick the food? Yes. <laughs> when you do it, yeah. You have to fire the I'm oven still, up. Go I'm gonna do food. that. Is I wonder if Dina's, Dina's pizza and or wings are kick butt in uh, right on Memphis. They're amazing. Absolutely. So I'm going to try to get her wings. Maybe I could do it mm, tomorrow night. And I'm going to get them naked but hot. And then bring them home. Pop those little suckers in the oven. Get them a little warmer. I'm going to try that. And who, 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 who the, the wings that you were talking Amazing. The, who, the wings you were talking about, Steve, from, from where? Uh, I do from a variety of places. I'm, I'm in Parma Heights. So I've, I've hit up uh, a place called Rookie's. Um, nearby. Oh my God! They're freaking amazing. Amazing. I think they're that great. <laughs> <laughs> Let me I'm not coming out here doing an endorsement. Yeah, I mean, no people there. Um, but I just, I know uh, there. I know Pounders tried riding it out as long as they could. Um, That's right around the corner from me. They finally had to give up, like so many others around me. They tried running the takeout for a few weeks. Yeah. And then just the cost to fire up your kitchen. A lot of those places, they'd have to move at least a thousand dollars worth of food just to cover those costs. And when it comes just down to takeout, uh, that don't happen. I mean, I, I can, I can, I can tell you, I worked in that business for years. You got fixed costs in that kitchen every single day, and you don't make a lot of money on food. Idea is really just to sell the alcohol. Now you'll kind of hear bar owner or people say, "Oh, the bar owner's making 80 percent on his alcohol." Well, no, he he is. On what you pay but that 70 80 percent is what's paying for the lights to be on the gas yeah. to be on the water to be on yeah. the manager's salary the locks on the doors and so that covers those operating costs so once they took away the alcohol sales and left it to survive in the kitchen that's virtually impossible that's uh, I guess true. from experience you ideally like i mentioned thousand bucks a day in food and then also would be looking at a thousand dollars in liquor just to keep the front of the house working so there's a lot of places that are just, uh, they're hanging by a thread. It's about yeah. a lot. Wow. Sad. You, so sad. Steve, my friend, you have been absolutely fantastic. Thank you so much for joining us on Big Daddy's All-Star Cafe. Please, please join us again. We're going to probably move it to Saturday nights at 10 because it's the Big Daddy's All-Star Cafe. It's supposed to be Saturday nights. But we figured we'd give it a trial run. Chuck Galetti and Carlita both said to me numerous times, hey, we should do a second show a week. And I said, yeah, okay. And then I thought about it. I go, well, you know what? My, you know, the studio's at home. All I got to do is get my ass out of bed, walk in the other room and fire it up. So I think this can work. It'll be just a way to hang out on a Saturday night, you know, because most. Literally, literally hang out. So I have to ask you and Chuck, be honest. Okay. Are you guys wearing pants? I'm wearing shorts. Chuck? I have shorts on. Right. Steve? <laughs> I've got shorts on. There you go. See? And what about you, Carlita? I'm in my oh, hello. <laughs> I am. 
<laughs> Steve, thank you so much, my friend. Don't be a stranger, okay? I won't. Good seeing you all. Take care. All right, take Steve. care. Uh, Steve Balecki, one of my many interns uh, from the uh, Trivisano show. He's guy's a brainiac, too, man. He's just super smart, super smart. And you can tell... You can tell, Chuck, in his commentary as he talks, you know, about this whole thing with this coronavirus and everything. He made great points, great points about restaurants, great points oh, about yeah. cost. He got me hungry for wings. He's just fantastic. Thank you so much, Steve. I no, guess this, this was actually pretty fun. I kind of enjoyed this, you know? Yeah, it was fun. So, Chuck, how hard was it to stay up for us? <laughs> or get up. I gotta, I gotta hit the hay again. I, I don't know what hit me. I was, I, I was. Yesterday, I was having a good time. Let me put it that way. And then today, <laughs> I, just I am so happy. I do not drink and smoke. Well, a, can you imagine me if I was a drinker? I'd be having those like crazy shows that some of these girls have out there. Just get all crazy and rip their clothes all off and oh my gosh you don't know they're coming out of the west field oh my gosh yeah i uh, uh chuck i got a i have a uh a uh, suggestion chuck Letty. do when you take a nap don't if you're going to be on at 10 o'clock on a saturday night don't take a nap at seven take the nap like at four or five at the latest and then sleep till 9 30 this, that way it'll get you a really good nap in, and Very then good. by the time the show starts, you by at 10 o'clock, it's, it's a half hour for you to get yourself some coffee or whatever and get yourself ready. You join me in on the Zoom chat about 10 to 10, and then by the time 10 o'clock comes around, you'll be ready to go. But if you wait till 7 o'clock, you're never going to want to get up at 10 o'clock, Mr. Galetti. <laughs> I'm raring to go, can't you see? Yeah, yes. I, well, I know you very well. Once you're up and going, I'm the same way. When I wake up in the morning, I'm in no mood. I'm not. I'm not that person that wakes up. You know, I had my my ex fiance. She was just beautiful because she get up at six o'clock in the morning. She go to the bathroom. She comes back and she kisses me on the cheek. Good morning. You know, and she's just all bubbly and she was smoking hot and it's like, oh my God, this is fantastic. But I'm not that person. I need to wake up and lay in bed for about 20 minutes or so to a half hour and actually really wake up, clean the crud out my eyes, look out the window, thank God that I'm blessed to wake up and see another day, that kind of thing. And by the time 20 minutes to a half hour goes by, then Pickles hears me, and she knows I'm up, so she's ready for some breakfast. You know, she starts yapping and whatever. And then I get up within a half hour. I go pee. I go feed her. And then I go and see what's up with her. I check on Facebook. I check my email. I check my text. And then I'm ready to get up. I'm just not the person that just wakes up out of my sleep, and all of a sudden I'm raring to go. It takes some time. I'm grumpy when I first wake up in the morning. So, you know, I don't know about you, Carlita. I am, I get yelled at because I'm one of the most bubbliest freaking people in the morning. <laughs> Women are usually are. I'm like a little puppy in the morning. I'm like, oh, and I jump all over you. I just love, I don't know what's wrong with me. I've, I don't like to sleep. I get like a good three hours at night and I'm good. Excellent. Oh my God. 
I am like a professional sleeper. <laughs> oh my god I, I do what. not like to sleep I figure I'll, I'll sleep when I die I'm going to get all the sleep I need there you, amen I to that like to amen to that I only sleep when I have to in other words I again because I have my studio here I I constantly come I, I, my brain is constantly go my brain constantly needs to be entertained so what i do is i'll lay in the bed and i'm watching every murder mystery you could possibly imagine i've watched every series of murder stories you could possibly imagine but then i get bored okay i'm laying there and it's like okay they go oh i could try this with the zoom thing i can try this i can do the double shot i can do the thing blah 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 and then i'll get up and i'll come back into the to the studio the main studio, and I'll work. And I'll work until all of a sudden I hit a wall and I can't figure out something technically that I want to figure out. And then finally I said, okay, 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 okay. And I just get up and I walk away from the studio. I go back to the bedroom. I lay down and I start watching TV again. And it's like this cycle. And then finally, finally, by 2, 3 o'clock in the morning, finally my body says, okay, I think I'm ready to catch a few Zs. And I'll turn off the music, I'll turn off the TV, I'll turn off the studio, turn off the lights, and I lay there, and I can get some sleep, and then by 7.30, I'm right back up again, and the next day starts. But I will never complain about my life because I'm living an absolute dream life, and God has been very good to me. I'm truly blessed. I'm truly blessed to have good friends. I'm truly blessed to have a great career. I'm just happy to that God has blessed me to still be able to wake up in the morning because that's the hardest part. If you don't wake up in the morning, nothing else matters. Stimulus checks don't matter. Bills don't matter. Unemployment don't matter. If you don't wake up, it's, it's done. It's over. It's a permanent dirt nap. So I'm happy to be here and I'll continue to do the things that pleases me until the day I die and I will sleep when I'm dead, guys. Wow. That's exactly Sounds good, Marty. All right, Galetti. Galetti. No, Chuck looks excited. Very uplifting. That's what I needed to hear. Absolutely, Chuck. Listen, there are so <laughs> many people. You, you, you know me, Chuck. I, I'll get. Listen, I've always said there are so many people in the world that are less fortunate than we are. If you can wake up in the morning physically get out of bed, go take a pee, walk around, take a shower, get in the car, go up to the corner store, and then even if you just do that and you come back, you are blessed because there's so many people who've unfortunately had a a debilitating, uh, crippling disease or injury, and they're in a wheelchair, and they would love to do something simple like just stand up and stand in line at the grocery store or pick up a basketball and shoot a hoop. I mean, there are so many people that are less fortunate than us. So as long as I got my physical health, I don't give a crap about money. I am the richest man in the world as long as I got my health. Oh, Marty, that was beautiful. That's great. To hear. I'm glad to hear you're so uh, appreciative. It makes it's good. You feel good. You, you, you have the right mindset. Gratitude is attitude, they say. Oh, Chuck. <laughs> yeah, I said it backwards. <laughs> Guys, listen. On that note, I'm gonna let you get out of here. 
Thank you for joining me for Big Daddy's All-Star Cafe. We'll, we'll, I'll try to do it. I'll check with you guys, but I want to do it on Saturday nights at 10 instead of Friday nights. And uh, we can just, again, we can just have fun. Maybe somebody will check in and have some thought-provoking conversation like Steve Balecki did, you know, and uh, we'll have a good time. What we can do is to get more uh, people on who want to join, the, you know, having Steve tonight was fantastic. I, that was great seeing him. Okay. I love uh, hearing him talk. Uh, we should get the word out and get that number out to them so they can uh, next week maybe get on a little more more people. Now, here's here's the thing that I want to ask you guys before we go, and I'll do it live on the show here. I tried to do this on the Marty Allen show page, Marty Allen profile page, but I think our audience is on GLC. So I can still, even though I'll call it Big Daddy's All-Star Cafe when we're on the show, I want to still broadcast from the GLC fan page because that's where everybody knows that we are. Do you agree? I do, definitely. Chuck? No, I agree. Okay, that's what I'll do then. I'll go back to broadcasting on the GLC fan page because that's how everybody connects to you, Chuck, to me, to Bender, to Carlita, and then we can. it's easier to share. I tried sharing this damn show about three or four times, and then I looked on Chuck's page. I didn't see it. I looked on Galetti's last call page. I didn't see it, so it's like, screw this. Let's go back to the way we normally do it. We'll broadcast it from the GLC show page and on YouTube, and then everybody who's already off the audience that we've accumulated who follow us, they'll still get the show. And everybody, they won't be, they won't be uh, confused because on the show we'll say Big Daddy's All-Star Cafe, but it's still part of the whole GLC family. So that's what we'll do, okay? I have a I question think... real quickly. Go ahead. Yeah. I'm looking into my phone here and I see a picture of myself and my eyes look like I'm crazy. Do they look crazy to you? No, only when you do that, when you did that crazy look <laughs> right there. Otherwise... <laughs> Otherwise, you you look absolutely normal. So, <laughs> no. Let me tell you something. This is really whacking me out. Over the like last two or three weeks, <laughs> my eyes do this crazy thing. I don't even do it on purpose, but they just like go crazy looking. <laughs> yes. Well, when you do it consciously, yes, like that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> when you do it like that, yes. But when you're what? normally just talking and stuff, you're fine. But for two weeks, I'm a deal with crazy eyes. <laughs> no, so Chuck. Have you been off your other medicine that you were put on? Yeah, I got off. But I got off some medicine. I had all kinds of side effects. Uh, I do a stupid thing with my mouth now. I go like this. <laughs> <laughs> See, going off, back to that. I'm doing that. Yeah. Right. I listen. Well, that could be good if there's a woman in the house and you're stuck in quarantine with her. Listen, I, I would. Oh, I'm not so lucky, Carlita. Maybe it wouldn't work. That would be great. Then I could do my crazy eyes down there. Listen. One of the reasons why oh, I hear somebody's phone is starting to get low on battery, so I'm gonna get you guys out of here in just a minute. Um, I this metformin that they wanted me to take because I haven't been working out, so my sugar went up a little bit. And I have insulin, but I also have metformin. One of the things I don't, Chuck's, I think uh, Chuck's phone is going, but they, you know he's still there. Um, metformin, one of the side effects of metformin is wicked, wicked, wicked diarrhea. And when you work in the Cavaliers game, 
you once I sit down and start a broadcast, I'm stuck for like four hours. And if you take this metformin, one of the things it does, and it just all of a sudden it just happens. It's like all of a sudden you go, uh oh, and you have to go sprinting to the bathroom. So therefore, I know to watch my sugar, constantly take my tests to see what my level is. Because I don't want to take, that was one of the reasons why I work out. I don't want to take metformin. I don't want to take high blood pressure medication. I don't want to take high cholesterol medication. I don't want to take nothing. And the only way to do that is to, for me, is to work out. So I work out as much as I can, and then I don't have to deal with taking metformin with this wicked, wicked, wicked diarrhea, guys. Maybe start doing like jumping jacks in your house. <laughs> Not right now with my leg, Carlita. I can't do that right now. My, I can't put any. I can't put any shock absorption on my leg. My leg. My left leg is a dead leg right now. I can't do anything physical with my leg. That's why I miss swimming because it didn't put the pressure or shock absorption on my leg. You see what I'm okay, saying? What about laying on your back, like I told you? And spread my and legs. Like spread your legs real big, and then come back up and go slow. Well, you okay? How about how about you show me how to do that, and then I can like yeah. study. It's gonna be so cute. <laughs> Next Saturday night, we can have like a little, like a little like uh, aerobic class, like a couple like different poses. I do. Oh, uh, what do you think, Chuck? I, I have to be dressed before I do that. Oh, okay. I guess that's optional. Yeah. Uh-oh, we just lost Chuck. That means his battery just ran out. Carlita, as always, beautiful. Thank you so much. We'll see you on Wednesday. By the way, is this this what you broadcast on tonight? Is that the new phone? Nope, this one's the S8, but I did get it's a nice. new phone and a new phone number. I have a personal phone number now, and I have a my little baby phone, too. So I've got this one for the spa, and then I've got my personal phone number and then my little mini phone got you well well tonight your feed was absolutely fantastic no buffering your video was beautiful you are beautiful have a great weekend and i will see you wednesday uh at noon for the glc okay okay thank you marty all right love you girlfriend take care love you guys too all right bye-bye all right that'll do it for the big daddy's all-star cafe we're having a great time here and uh, I'm getting the hell out of here. I'm going to go back in the room. I'm going to watch up some more murder mysteries. And just relax. And uh, she's still there, huh? Oh, boy. Yeah. Girlfriend. <laughs> she's the best part of the show. I got to tell you. She's just fantastic. All right, guys. Hope you enjoyed it. And uh, I'll see you next week. Wave goodbye. <laughs> love you she's such a great person she really is she's she's gorgeous but she just happens to be a great person she's a fantastic mom a wonderful human being and we've just become really 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 good friends i'm gonna give one more shout of her before i get out of here you guys i know you guys love it i see you all right that'll do it for the for the uh, big daddy's all-star cafe now we will move this to saturdays at 10 p.m starting next week and again we'll hang out for an hour or whatever there's no certain time or anything we'll just kind of hang out and and uh thanks again to steve alecki who uh zoomed in on the show today have a great weekend and we will see you guys uh wednesday at noon on the glz